Hey guys, this is Tony with Inner Geek Designs. Today I'm back with another Inner Geek Podcast. Uh, today, this is a little late of a topic. Probably should have done it beginning of November, but we're here now. Um, but how to make money as a designer or creative during the holiday seasons. This doesn't need to be just during you know Christmas and all the end of the year holidays, but it could be for any holiday. And... I think these are, this is a episode you might want to pin and keep for later on in the year when, you know, Easter and all these other holidays come around the corner. Um, and especially keep around, you know, around October time when people are starting to get ready for Christmas in November. Um, but I just want to help you guys understand how I make money during the holidays, how you should prepare for holidays, um, to help you get more money in the door maybe not loads of money but maybe a little bit of walking around maybe some Christmas money or holiday money for you know your family your friends um, yeah that's basically what I talk about uh, this is you know if you're a designer this is really a good thing to do anyways uh, just because uh, you're your clients aren't going to be doing as much as they normally would be. They're not going to be as busy. People are going to be out of the office. They're going to be spending time with family. Oh crap, I didn't open this soda earlier. They're going to be um, out of the office, spending time with family. You're going to have less work coming in client-wise. So you might as well have a backup plan to bring in a little bit extra money towards the end of the year just so you have something to start next year. But I want to start out all podcast episodes, how I start them out. I want to talk to you guys about what I'm currently working as an in-house designer, what I've been working as a freelance designer, uh, just to give you some insight of real-world experience of what it's like being a designer, how it is to be a designer, and how to grow as a designer. First of all, I took a couple weeks off vacation went down to Florida, saw my family, saw my sister, nephews, my mom, my uncle, and everyone. It's a good time. Just Florida is a different hectic than I'm used to. Charlotte's busy, and it's a lot of people, but it's organized busy. Florida is just chaotic busy, and I cannot handle that much chaos. Um, recently, I did a, a recent presentation to the sales team at the place I work as an in-house designer. Uh, for content marketing topics on well, how we're going to work out this content program for Q1 or quarter one. I had mixed reactions from it. Some people really appreciated seeing that there's a thought process ahead. There's work going in now to make it easier for them down the road. Um, some got better feedback on topic selection. You know, Some people saw the, these selections weren't the best. And maybe we need to refine it more. But this is a, a, a growing pain we've had since the start of this project, which is trying to get topics from the sales team. And maybe this was a lightning rod that realized, you know, if we don't have good topics, I can't hand out good topics. Um, and other people gave feedback that they weren't happy that there was not enough detail. There wasn't marketing doing enough effort. But uh, you can't make everyone happy. 
but there was a good lesson I learned from this and probably a lesson you should take from it. And that's how much feedback do you need and how much feedback are you willing to take. Um, there's a point to where you, you're getting too much feedback. Um, and there's a point to where you just have to feel comfortable in your shoes and go forward and say, this is what I think is the best option. If you take too much feedback, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to make your own decisions. You're not going to be able to adapt people's feedback to make it to what you need it to be. Um, I've been working on some new PowerPoints for the sales team. This has been an ongoing thing. We've been working on PowerPoints off and on, but we're working on an individual one that will roll into this new master we've been working on. I'm also working on a a new way of doing topic generation for content marketing with the sales team. I think it'll be really cool when it's done. It's something that um, I think we've had to do once before, but Maybe we didn't get it right the last time, and this time I'm hoping we do, which is we're going to do, we are going to do teams of two, we're going to have them say what they're experts in, and then from there they're going to break up into teams of two, they'll come up with as many topics as they can, and then they'll take their top five and pitch them to us. Um... And I think this will make the salespeople realize that, hey, you need to be able to sell this topic to us. If you can't sell it to us, we can't do it. And if you can't find an expert to do this topic, then we can't do it. What am I currently working on as a freelance designer? I'm still taking some time off. Client work has kind of slowed down, so I've been working on gearing up on the podcast more. Um, Lining up some interviews for next year, I got some yeses, it's just now finding time to do them. And I've been working on updating my portfolio, updating product pages, updating some services that I'm going to be doing next year, uh, working on some things to make sure that I have a more consistent 2019. I didn't have a very consistent uh, 2018, I had ups and downs, but it was a good year overall. Um, so I'm trying to make it more consistent, more uh, predictable of how much money I'm going to have coming in versus how much money I'm not going to have coming in. This is something that all designers, especially for young designers, have to do at some point. You have to figure out, well, how am I going to make this much money come in and make sure that the lights stay on. Um, there's a couple ways you can do it. I might get in this to another episode about reoccurring revenue as a freelance designer. But let's get into today's topic, which is how to make money as a designer during the holidays. Um, there's plenty of ways of doing this. Uh, it just depends. What's your forte? What are you comfortable with? How do you feel that you can bring value to someone to actually buy something? Um, and there's, like I said, there's plenty of ways of doing this. Um, I think that the first way you're going to obviously think of doing it is online. You're going to be selling stuff online. But what are you going to be selling online? And that's where thinking about it a little bit differently comes in handy. So let's say you're a designer, illustrator, creative type. 
Um, you can make holiday cards or holiday designs that you could sell on stores like Society6, Redbubble, Teespring, that people will buy and give as gifts. Um, this is something I currently don't do, but I'm going to be working on to have in my back pocket for when these holidays come around. Um, but, you know, you might have a Christmas card, a Hanukkah card, an Easter card that is generic enough for someone to buy, but maybe it has a little bit of your flair to where one of your fans could buy it. Um, also, you can just sell general products. So say you make designs that are really cool, like you do really good hand lettering, or you do really good illustrations. Just put them on a store, have them there, your fans will buy them, but also people will buy them searching for your stuff. You can either just upload the design straight onto Redbubble or Society6 and they handle the shipping and you take a profit cut. Or say you want to make them yourselves, you can do stores like Etsy or uh, eBay or even uh, open up a big cartel store, either free or one of the paid options for a little bit more, but those are some options. Um, also something that you might want to look at into is if you're a designer, send your clients an end of the year thank you. This is a lot of things that people don't think about. You say an end of the year thank you. Thank you for working with us. This was such a great project that we worked on. Um, I'm really glad with how it turned out. I hope you have a great next year. Um, and leave a little bit of your contact info and say, hey, if you want to reach out, let's reach out and discuss next year about any projects you might have. Um, you might not get immediate work off this. Or you might not get that client to come back, but they might refer to someone to you just because of that good nature that you did. Um, this is something a lot of people just don't do. They just don't think of that little extra thing that's going to push them over the edge. All they think about is, well, how am I going to get someone to come in the door? Just being a good person will get people to come in the door. Um, so think about that. I had another one. Where did the other one go in my head? I had another option. I know I did. Damn it, I should have wrote down when I had it. Damn. Whatever. Okay. Oh, right. I remember it. Crafts uh, fairs. Craft fairs, cons these types of places where people go to buy impulse items. Uh, what was the things we had back home? Bazaars, holiday bazaars, where people buy impulse items for people they they, they care about. You know, do events like these if what you have fits in them. Like say you do, uh, you're a designer, you could have prints done of holiday cards or um, posters with cool hand lettering on it, or if you're an independent artist, you can do characters of people, or have prints of illustrations you've done. There's plenty of ways to make this fit into an art fair or con situation. I'm actually developing a new con strategy that will be pretty cool when I get it off the ground. So there's plenty of options out there. These are probably the four that I'd give you to run with and try, and get comfortable doing. Uh, first off, I would say just get an online store up, get some 
designs up, illustrations up, anything that you might think people will buy up. If you use services like Society6 or Redbubble, if no one buys it, it's fine. You're not wasting any money. You just have them up there, and when someone buys it, you get a little bit of profit back. Um, stores like Etsy and Big Cartel are a little bit riskier because you have to have physical products ready to go or have a way to print them on demand when they order. Um, also, same thing with... Uh, Arts, art, arts fairs and cons. You have to have physical products there, and if you don't sell anything, you're still selling on product, but, you know, that's okay. As long as you know your audience, you know, you have something for a little bit of everyone, price-wise, uh, product-wise, you should be able to sell some stuff, and better yet, you'll engage with local community more than you would online and be able to build a recurring audience, probably. Um, I would say the holidays are a best way for you to start having a uh, alternative revenue source instead of whatever your primary source. So if you're a designer, this is a great way for you to start having a store and start selling designs that you've made. Um, if you're an independent artist, this is a great way for you to start selling illustrations that you've done in the past that maybe you're just sitting on and you can just print them scan them in, clean them up a little bit, put them online digitally, people can buy them in masses, um, and you can sell the originals on Etsy or Big Cartel or something. So there's plenty of options out there for making money during the holidays. Um, it's just a matter of what your initiative is and how much you're willing to go after it and how much planning you do prior to this or before this. Um, I'm kind of I'm great at planning, but it's a matter of do I have the time to do it? Like, I think next year I am going to sit down and make sure I have all this worked out, or maybe work it out now while I have time down, and then I can have it ready for next year. But I hope this episode helped you guys. Uh, try to get back in the swing of it after vacation. Uh, I, like I said, I got some interviews coming up, I got some podcast episodes coming up. Uh, some people helped me out with, uh, I did a, a questionnaire on Instagram stories, and you guys came out with some good answers, and some of you guys came out with some troll answers, not naming any names, but, uh, Fortnite will not be in the podcast, um, but, you know what, I'll answer anyone's questions, if you have a question, my DMs are always open, um, if you're not following me on Instagram and Twitter, I do updates there all the time, and you might want to check it out. It's at Design on both of them. Um, and I hope you guys learned something. If you actually got some value out of this one, and you learned something new, and you figure out how to maybe start selling on the holidays to help boost up your sales, um, I'd be thankful if you shared it. Uh, share it to someone. Post it on Instagram. Get the word out there. And um, see you guys in the next one. The next one I actually got a good idea for. Um, it's not one of the questions that someone's asked for, but it's a topic I've been tossing around in my head. I think it's going to be a good one and probably a little bit of a longer one. Um, but I'll see you guys in the next one, and I hope everyone has a great holidays. And uh, if I don't see you in the new year, hopefully you have a good new year too. Bye.